What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me on another exciting episode of Data. My name is Brian, and I look forward to sharing with you another amazing guest today. But first, if you haven't subscribed to the show yet, please make sure you get out there and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. Now sit back and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of Data Up, everyone. If you haven't subscribed yet, please make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of my awesome guests like the one I have joining me today. Justin Breen is the CEO of the PR firm Epic Communications and the author of the number one international best-selling book, Epic Business, which he will be talking about. Justin's hardwired to seek out the creative, viral, thought-provoking stories that the media craves, and he finds the best stories when he networks with visionary entrepreneurs and executives who understand the value of investing in themselves and their business. Justin believes strongly in the power of introductions and creates important relationships through those introductions. He is an extremely active member of the Entrepreneurs Organization, Strategic Coach in Abundance 360, and he's an incredible global network of visionaries and exceptional businesses. It is a pleasure to welcome Justin Bream to Dad Up. Welcome to the show, my brother. Yeah, Dad Up. Man's time is the best time, so excited, <laughs> excited to talk. Awesome. Um, well, you know, obviously I touched a little bit on your on your bio, but I wanted to give you an opportunity for, you know, those of you and I have gotten to connect a little bit over the last few weeks. But uh, for those of my guests or my speak, or listeners that don't know who you are, can you just kind of give me a little bit of backstory about yourself, about Justin and, and you know, kind of the things that you've gone through? And then also, obviously, this is a dad podcast, so a little bit about your family as well. How many mm-hmm. did you ask? Yeah, so I'm a 100% simplifier. I just hear blah, 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 and immediately simplify it and turn things into patterns. That's just how my brain works. And uh, so my father was 61 when I was born. Uh, he'd be 105 now if he was alive. So uh, I'm wow. 40. Right. My whole life is wow that actually happened. Everyone always says wow. There's a difference between wow and then wow that actually happens. I'll explain that later. But but um, so I'm an 80-year-old soul because uh, I should have been born a long time ago, uh, in a 43-year-old body with the childish men- uh, mentality mindset of maybe a four-year-old. Um, and so my wife, uh, who's a pediatrician and uh, most normal of humans, uh, just a human who's a human, I'm an, an alien in some capacity. And so um, so our kids are eight and six, and she says we have three sons, our eight and six-year-old and me, because I'm like a child. Uh, with an endless enthusiasm for life and hanging out with cool people and doing great things. Because partner with the top entrepreneurial brains in the world because they're the only ones that understand what I'm talking about and we're the only ones that really get each other. And so our our kids are this really interesting mix of brains with her kindness and empathy and, and love and, and brain smarts and then my visionary wackadooness. And so our eight-year-old started his first business when he was seven and our six-year-old wants to be a Navy SEAL. So really wow. interesting Right, while it's right, <laughs> while it is happening, so it's very exciting to say. Um, my wife has made me somewhat of a human, and then I've made her more uh, more of a risk taker in life. So it's been a really good partnership. That's cool. That's cool. Well, um, wow. So your son started a business when he was seven. That's that's pretty right. fascinating. I mean, uh, what kind of business is it? You know, what yeah, you- so a loom loom necklace, loom necklace, like where you make looms and. Uh, it's interesting because um, so when my eight-year-old was seven, he and I were walking to school, and he's like, Dad, I'm so bored with school. I go, of course you're bored. You're being taught by people with zero entrepreneurial skills and mindset. So I'm like, <laughs> you know, learn what you need to learn and read and write and stuff, and then I'll introduce you to 
you know, my friends. And so I'm in three of the top entrepreneurial groups in the world. They're all five-figure investors to be in them. And so when we, when I sit in Zoom calls with people like that, my sons sit in my lap and we hang out and they learn that way. So they learn how the world really works. And then they're learning to read and write and math and all that important stuff as well. So, um, you know, most parents aren't, don't give them that, that opportunity. And that's the best part of being an entrepreneur is that I get to show my kids what entrepreneurial life is all about at a very young age. That's cool. So you are introducing them to the kind of stuff that you're doing. Oh, yeah. Kind of gear them up for just, just being entrepreneurs or something. Well, if they yeah. want to. If they yeah, want to. And if they don't, I don't. Your younger, son, your, son, your younger son wants to be a Navy SEAL, which I, I, I was in the military, served four years in the right. Marines. So um, that's cool. That's cool. Now, I mean, what drove you to go kind of down the entrepreneurial path? I mean, when I grew up, uh, my parents just wanted me to get a job and get a job right. and get a job. So Right. Me too. Yeah, so uh, people like me were usually aliens within our own family, aliens within our own community, aliens within our own vertical. Nobody understands us except the you know have other aliens who are running the most successful companies on earth, or, or they will be because they have that mindset. And so I was always born to be an entrepreneur. I wasn't. I just didn't know it until I started my company four years ago. Um, so with zero business background, uh, zero business background, I still don't know what an escort means. I didn't know when I started, you had to pay taxes four times a year. I didn't know any of that because you're not taught any of that in school. So with that, I created a global company in four years uh, that only works for the best people on the planet. Why? Because I was born to do this. But, but yeah, I was a journalist for 20 years and uh, created my entire business model based on how PR firms annoyed me for 20 years. I just saw a problem, created a solution, problem solved, successful global company, and then you know, started my company after my job salary was cut in half uh, when I was a journalist, couldn't find a job, incorporated. Um, and while I was working full-time at half salary, we shot to 5,000 people to get my first five clients. So one out of 1,000 people said yes. And so most people can't do that, but I was genetically programmed to be able to do that and, and thrive in that situation. That's cool. Wow, that's awesome. So you were, you were a journalist for 20 years and, and uh, you know, it, sometimes it takes a little uh, uh, hard lesson, like a drop in salary, especially cut in half. Uh, to uh, Right. Well, that's entrepreneur life. life. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. So people with the wrong mindset make excuses. People with the right mindset make the investment. So at the highest level, there are no excuses, only an investment. So whether you're on a battlefield or, or you're in entrepreneur life, there's no, you just get it done. You get results. Right. And right. Uh, my, my father was a soldier in World War II. Uh, he was an attorney in the Nuremberg trials. He came from nothing, uh, became the uh, president of an insurance company. But when he was in World War II, he fought uh, in the Battle of the uh, Hurricane Forest, which was a very deadly battle. Mm-hmm. And uh, he kept a diary of those experiences somehow, but because you just don't make excuses, you do it. But so his, that diary is my most cherished possession. And I found it after he died. He died when I was 13. But um, so I write exactly like he does. Exactly. It's just boom, 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 inform and entertain. No fluff, no BS, just this is what it is, inform and entertain. And uh, and so he died when I was 13, and that's why I'm so close to my sons, because I know what it's like not to have a dad around. And my mm-hmm. dad was, again, he was 61 when I was born, so he was like a child. Um, even though he was older, he was like a child, so that's how I am. But my, my kids, I'm just kind of like a friend, so... <laughs> Well, cool. Um, now, kind of touch on your book a little bit. I want you to talk about your book, uh, best-selling uh, Epic Business. Uh, what's uh, kind of fill me in on what's going on with that with that book? Oh yeah, thanks. I appreciate you asking. I mean, a lot of people write books and they're meaningless 
because uh, there's no meaning behind it. So I don't do a lot of things, um, but if I do them, it has to be at the, the highest level. So um, it's an international bestseller in six countries. It's number one for entrepreneurship in the U.S. Um, Chris Foss, who wrote Never Split the Difference, uh, he wrote the foreword. So anyone who knows anything about anything has read Never Split the Difference or knows who Chris Foss is. So um, it's really, right, exactly. Yeah. So it's helped a lot of people and. And uh, just like my dad's diary, there's there's no fluff. It's boom, 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 boom. Here are 30 things I learned in my company's first 30 months, and each one of those things is a chapter. And uh, people are genuinely curious about my weird brain and how I built a global company with zero business background. And so this book is the that's how I did it. Wow. Well, cool. Well, congratulations on that. And uh, I do apologize. I don't have the book, but I'm definitely going to pick it up. So, uh, oh, thanks, man. Um, yeah, that's that's awesome. I'm I'm happy for you, brother. I really am. Um, Thank you. Well, cool. So we kind of dipped into a little bit about Justin, um, and now kind of segueing into being a parent. I mean, you said you said you got uh, you know quote unquote three boys at home, but uh, <laughs> two 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 young boys, eight and six, and uh, yep. they seem like they're they're kind of driven for that entrepreneurial mind. Oh, entrepreneurial they are spirit. definitely, yes, they are definitely <laughs> entrepreneurs. Um, it's funny because there's a test called the Colby test, K-O-L-B-E. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so uh, do you, what's your Colby score? Do you know what it is? Uh, I don't, I don't. But have you taken it? I took it, uh, gosh, how long ago was it that I took it? Oh. Uh, I can't even remember. It was years ago. Uh, well, send it to me. Send it me your score. Because the only thing I write down with anyone is their name and their Colby score. Why? Because every time I talk to someone who knows their Colby scores and knows what that is, it's a higher level of conversation 100% of the time. And then, two, it's the Bible of Strategic Coach, which is the top entrepreneurial group in the world, which I've been very blessed to be. Well, what's your score? So I'm I'm the unicorn outlier of outliers. So I'm an eight six seven one. So I have high quick start, boom 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 boom, and high follow through. Most entrepreneurs have high quick start and no follow through. That's why they have to hire a million people because they're all over the place, whether that's ADD diagnosed or undiagnosed. But they they have to have team team members to follow through. So I can just say it, do it. Right. Um, right. So my sons they've taken the kids version of that, which is called Dynamind D Y. N-A-M-I-N-D. And so my eight-year-old is a 3296, so his nine quick start, uh, two follow-through, which is the typical genius entrepreneurial, like, still have a giant company with a million employees, I mean, likely. (laughs) And then my little sweet six-year-old is a 4294. And so that's another, he's, um, they give you a label or a term, so... um, so the eight-year-old's a pioneer and the six-year-old's an originator, which I think is really interesting. And then my yeah, wife is. is like a stable human. She's an eight seven uh, four two, so she has uh, she's like stabilizer. So she's surrounded by unstable people, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm yeah, like yeah, that makes, makes, makes perfect sense. Yeah, of course. Wow, wow, that's fascinating. Well, that's cool. It that's endlessly, fascinating. yeah. That's why I want to know your score because I, um, I'm guessing. I always like talking to folks who are former military or current military as well, because I always wonder if military helped with their follow through, because you, I mean, you have to have follow through in the military, whether you do or don't, you have to have that. One of my mentors is, um, his name's Gary Clavin. And so he's a coach and strategic coach. He's, uh, he graduated first in his army rangers graduating class. And uh, he's most at peace when he's driving 200 miles an hour. And it's, he's actually, it's hard to have a conversation with him because he's so intelligent. 
But um, that was the interesting thing because he's like total like boom, 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 boom. But in Army Rangers, you can't, you know, you have to, you have to kind of like, you have to kind of corral that. So he was able to corral that. So it's really an interesting I'd be curious what your score is and then how military health would that. I'll let, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. And now that you say that, um, on the kids' version, is there an age limit? I mean, uh, So that's well, a good – yeah, so you're a high fact finder because you're asking questions like that. But the um, – so you're supposed to take it in fourth grade, but, um, you know, I, I have a fairly intelligent brain and my wife's a genius, so my kids are first and second grade. They took it already. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's supposed to be fourth grade. Um our second grader completely understood the test. The first grader, he's a little, had a little bit of trouble. So I'll be curious to see if his score changes in a year or two. But the, the second grader, that score was dead on because he is hmm. all over the place. He's super, like, super active and athletic. And I'm like, he is, he's just an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And I was telling his teachers, I'm like, if he wants to figure out a way, a different way of doing something, you know, just, you know, they're going to try and not let him do that. But I'm like, just let him do it because people like him, they're just trying to figure out easier, better ways of solving the problem. Yeah. And wow. right, so. that's, that's fascinating because that's, um, you know, that could really help parents in how, oh, dude, how of course, how, yes. how to parent their children. Uh, Colby is backed by, you know, 30, 40 years of science. So if you take right. your, if you take the test, 20 years from now and you're not going through a horrible dramatic experience, that score will be the same. So that's, that's why I like it. And again, it's the Bible, a strategic coach. So, so um, sorry for all the dings, but like I immediately, when I see someone's Colby score, I immediately understand how their brain works. I don't care about their personality per se, but I know how their brain is wired. And to see that in my kids and then, and my wife who's not an entrepreneur, we both took the Colby test and it's, perfect for like you can you can pair up the scores and be like oh this is how to handle vacation planning or chores or financial stuff or communication because i just want answer 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 and my wife takes longer time to because she has shorter uh quick start and higher follow-through so she needs to communicate a little bit longer winded before she gets an answer that's been very helpful for that wow so I think uh, I think that concludes the interview. I think you just uh, solved parenting issues. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we <laughs> did. We did it. We well, did cool. It. I mean, uh, shoot, I, I, I'm going to have my sons take it. They're both, uh, you know, my sons, my young, my sons, 19 and 22. So I'm going to have them take it because I don't even know. My older son is he has the entrepreneurial mindset. I mean, yep. his degree in college is entrepreneurial. Uh, entrepreneurship. So he, he's got a business degree with an entrepreneurship uh, uh, emphasis. And uh, so I'm definitely going to ask him if he's taken it, if he's heard of it. And uh, gosh, I never even thought of that. So I'm glad that I've talked to you just because of that, because it's kind of reminded me that that is out there and it's something that will help uh, help parents. But cool. Well, let me ask you a couple of questions, kind of segueing kind of into really p- real parenting. Um, right. Well, this is <laughs> real parenting as far as I'm yeah, concerned. No, I mean, I was going to say, uh, I was going to ask you to describe your parenting stuff, but I think I've pretty much figured it out. I mean, you're basing it on, on how their minds think and how their minds work. Uh, that's how you and your wife kind of parent. Would, would I be accurate? Uh, well, that's certainly how I parent. So, again, my wife is like a human of all humans, and that's like a very high compliment. Um, so she's she's a little befuddled by how I parent um, because I'm like a child. So, like, the typical movies we watch, let's see, my sons, again, they're – 
eight and six. So I think we're watching Family Guy all the time. We watch Revenge of the Nerds. Like we're not watching. Every now and then we'll watch cartoons and stuff uh, that non-Family Guy cartoons. But like I treat them kind of like adults. But the way I look at it is is that I'm preparing them for real life. When um, pre-COVID, when like you know parents drop their kids off at school or whatever, you know. You know, most parents, they'll get in a little huddle and they'll talk about whatever normal humans talk about before school or after school. And then I just run, I would just run around with my kids. I'm like a child. I would just run around and play with them because I just like, I mean, I was literally have the mentality of a four year old. So, and then, you know, uh, I don't, uh, I'm only serious with my kids when it's worth being serious about. Otherwise I'm just kind of having a good time with them. So I just. And that's how my dad was with me as well. So I kind of, whatever, whatever that is, I learned it. But so my dad died when I was 13. And uh, so he was around just long enough, just long enough for, you know, advice to, to sink in. So he, he would always say to me, the cream rises to the top, the cream rises to the top, because he mm-hmm. would say that. And so I only work with the people that the cream that has risen to the top are the people that will make the investment to do what it takes to, to get to the top. And so, I'm thankful that um, he lived just like 13, still tough age, but just long enough to where it it started to sink in that that key mm. advice. Yeah, well, I mean, he lived, uh, you know, first of all, and I, I uh, I'm sorry that that you have lost him, but uh, he he was older when he had you. Um, but the fact that you had him at the most critical points of your life, uh, just that the, you know, the, the younger years where you're really growing and developing into, into an individual. Um, so it sounds like you had him at the, at the, some of the most important times of your life. So that's cool. Yeah. Just long enough. And then that, that diary, that's why I said that diary is the most important thing uh, because he and I are connected in that really interesting storytelling way like I just literally write just like him. Um, ex- I'm an excellent writer. His diary is one of the best things ever written. I mean, he was, it was written in a battlefield. He was shot down multiple times. He was a spotter on a you know, uh, plane mission. So, you know, shot down and it's writing about being in the foxhole and stuff. And it's just really That's fascinating. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. And that I'm just so thankful that it's a connection to the past, but really a connection to my, to my dad. And, oh, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so just very, 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 very thankful for that because, you know, a lot of a lot of people obviously people love their fathers, right? Um, most people do, but like it was a different kind of relationship. I was I, like idolized him because it's just an unusual, it's unusual uh, sixty-one. You know, when your dad is in his late sixties, early seventies, when you're a child, and so. Right. Um, and then my mom was twenty-seven when I was born, so thirty-four, thirty-four-year-old difference. Oh, wow. And right. Yeah. Wow. That actually happened. Right. That's what I mean. So, it's, and so it's, uh, so my father was, uh, driving, um, in his late fifties and a drunk driver went across the highway median and hit him head on. And, uh, the drunk driver was killed instantly. My dad survived cause he just, you know, broke every bone in his body. If he survived, cause you don't make excuses. So he, and then my mom was his nurse. So my mom literally nursed him back to health, saved his life. Oh my so, goodness. Right. Wow, what a story. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was born with a story. That's what I mean. So my brain is genetically programmed to tell stories at the highest level. And then, and then my mom, I, you know, most of my days talking to the world's highest performing entrepreneurs all around the world. So that's just what I do most of the day. 
And I've never met anyone in my life ever with more hustle than my mom, ever. So you combine that with my dad's brain, and here I am. So that's what I mean. I'm genetically programmed to be able to start a company with zero business background and very quickly turn it into a global company because it's just in my blood to do it. Yeah, I'm glad we met, Justin. <laughs> I'm really yeah, glad we met. And, and you know, you know what? Honestly, um, you're somebody that uh, I'm definitely going to have on my show again because oh, thanks. You have you have so much um, wisdom and insight into um, not only parenting but life, and I think it's important for listeners to kind of hear the hear the things that you're sharing. And I know that there's there's many more things that you can share. But let me ask you this: If you have an eight year old, a six year old, if I were to ask you to you know, what, what advice would you give to new dads or soon to be new dads? What, what kind of advice would you give them? Yeah, be a dad. You're either, you know, if you're a dad, be a dad. Be there for yeah. your children. And so the first line in my book is if you're someone who doesn't put your family first, put the book down. I can't help you. So I, you know, again, most of my days talking to the top entrepreneurs in the world, the very top of the top. And there are many of them, not all, but a lot of them, they sacrifice family to, for entrepreneur life. And I'll never... I'll never be that person ever because um, I know what it's like not to have a dad around. I just, I'm not, I'm just not that person. So if you're a dad, be a dad. I mean, if you're a yeah. dad, then be a dad. That's it. Yeah. And I, and you're doing that with your boys. I love the fact that, uh, you know, you said you're, you're, you're a kid at heart or you're running oh, around. I with am them. a child. I am a child. Yeah. yeah. And you're running around with them and, I mean, you're building such a great bond with them. and it's I hope so. <laughs> yeah, you are. You are. And it's something, you know, I've got older boys, obviously, like I said. But, you know, I was very active with my boys uh, their entire lives. I coached all the way. I coached them all the way up through uh, high school and sports. And uh, I'm I'm proud of that. And it's because yep. of that. I feel it's because of that that my bond is so strong with them now when they're adults. And uh, so that's cool that uh, you're doing that with your boys. It's certainly um, – you're setting, you're representing the dad community very well. Um, so I appreciate it. And I appreciate our friendship. Let me ask you this. If my listeners wanted to look you up, learn a little bit more about you, maybe pick up your book, um, where, where's the best place for them to do those things? Um, and that kind of stuff. What do you got going on right now that you're looking forward to? Oh yeah. I mean, you know, it's interesting because the company's already surpassed my wildest dreams, but I'm just like, Oh, this is just started. I literally just started my company a couple of years ago and, now it's just the beginning. It'll just keep getting better and better because once you find the right people, it eliminates competition and eliminates nickel and dime thinking. It just attracts the top people, and then they want to introduce you to more people like that. So all my company is is just the top people in the world just constantly introducing each other. And then the byproduct is I get introduced to the top people in the world, and some of them want to hire my firm. And that's so that's endlessly fun and exciting. Um, but just to land the plane, you know, you know, Justin Breen on LinkedIn and the company's name is Brepic. It's always funny because during these interviews, we barely ever mentioned the book and barely ever met a company because that doesn't matter. Um, really, it's all about mindset, attracting the right network that creates the right opportunities for you. So I just work on my mindset every day, attracts the top people in the world, and then they create opportunities for me, period. And they can find your book anywhere? I mean, uh, Amazon, all that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's Amazon, Books a Million, Barnes & Noble. Walmart, Target, and yeah, it was interesting when it was it's an international bestseller in like Australia and Canada and Netherlands and Japan, I think Spain. But the, the one I really cared about was number one for entrepreneurship in the U.S. because um, I genuinely think people want this life where you spend 
as much time with your family as you want, as you want, and then you do what you like to do when you're good at, and you only work with a certain type of person, and company is very profitable. And so, the book has really helped people with those steps. Like you're either you're either born like someone like me or not, but if you are, then these are the steps to to shortcut that process to really very quickly exponentially grow. Awesome. Well, very cool. I am uh, I'm glad that you came on. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day, uh, you know, running, having to take a break from running around with your kids. Um, so <laughs> you can jump, now. On, jump on the cool on the call with me, but um, I'm looking forward to uh, furthering our friendship and, and connection and uh, certainly uh, appreciate it, my friend. So thank you for being on, Justin. Yeah, you're welcome. And thank you for serving our country. I really appreciate uh, everything that you've done for our country. Well, there you have it. Another exciting episode complete. My guest today certainly represents the data community very well. Continue to stay tuned because my shows with amazing guests comes out every week. You don't want to miss out. Please help the show by subscribing and leaving a rating. I would love your feedback. If you know anyone this show could help, please share it with them. I don't want anyone missing out on what it takes to be a great parent. If you have comments or questions, please let me know. You can message me on my Instagram page at data podcast. I read all your comments and respond to them all. Thank you, as always, for listening to the show. This is Dad Up.